0: Hey guys, and welcome to Time Talk with your host Hunter, John, and our guest host Nick Andro. Let's talk some baseball, guys.
1: Yeah, how's it going, guys?
2: Going well, going well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good.
0: Just hanging out.
1: All right, all right. So we got a shitload to talk about. Glad to have somebody here that's uh, not just Braves fans for once so we can get some alternative opinions here.
2: Yeah, you should always warn somebody that I am a Yankee fan because, you know, I you know love Yankee fans out here. <laughs> well, they, they definitely love the Yankees way more than they love
0: that other team that we all hate.
1: Yeah, I, I think since Braves fans have uh, been in a fight with the Dodgers every postseason, we've kind of – our
0: Yankee hate just kind of – weaned a little bit it's more of an admiration now than it is a <laughs> bitter rivalry <laughs> but yeah um uh, yeah
1: I, I think after you win a championship you know you don't worry about 96 and 99. 98 and or 99 anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> good old day but i quote. <laughs>
1: I still am
0: kind of bitter about '96, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty bitter about '96, honestly.
1: '99, <laughs> you had us. We oh, just, We couldn't win.
2: Not a chance in heck. I mean, by by '99, you guys you guys were very good, but by '99, the Yankees were just yeah, a well,
0: super team status well, at that time. You couldn't really
2: do much with them.
0: No, you could. All right, so uh, we were going to talk about some of the. Uh, free agent sign-ins, and uh, let's get your take as a Yankees fan on uh, the obvious Trevor Story sign by the Red Sox.
1: Yeah, did that make sense to you? Like, considering uh-huh. their needs?
2: Considering their needs, it, hey, if you can get a Trevor Story, you'll make room for a Trevor Story, right? Exactly. My question is, where are they going to play him? It seems like they're going to play him in a second base where he would actually be the best shortstop on the team now stop me if you heard that one before i've I've (laughs) heard that before yeah 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 he should definitely be playing shortstop over xander bogart's but they're not going to tell xander to move
1: i mean who knows uh i mean i think he he might be would be open to second base or third base Uh, well rafael devers at third base i I don't. I guess since he he had a good season last year, I doubt they're trying to move him too much. They don't want to disrupt his development.
2: Well, he's Xander's going to be a free agent after the end of this year, so I think they'll they'll probably stick it out for a year with Trevor at which is a second. But um, uh, I yeah, think that the writing sense. will be on our wall. The way the Dodgers traded for Trey Turner last year, mid-season, it's kind of the same. while they had Corey Seager, probably the same vibes a little bit here yeah but yeah it's, it's good for no. though that's that's another good bat and i mean with that wall being right there right headed here i mean he's Story's gonna have a good time he's gonna have a good time well
0: unfortunately i mean you know you look at the uh the deal he was offered before the lockout right which was i believe substantially more than it was uh than the red sox offered him but then again, yeah and me and Hunter were discussing this, he was probably just trying to get the hell out of Colorado.
1: Yeah, but the Rockies did offer him like all, I th- around $200 million, I believe.
2: Oh, make most, no mistake. He, he was trying to get out of Colorado. Of like When he was traded at the deadline last year, he made it very obvious that he wanted out. Like he, he It was one of those things where when, once the deadline expired, like passed, like, he needed, like, a day to himself. Like, he literally didn't play the, the next day or that day because he was so upset.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they trade him?
2: Because they're the Rockies.
1: I know, they're, but that, that just makes no sense. I, maybe they the expected to actually sign him back since they did offer him a deal after the, it was over.
2: They signed Chris Bryant for why? I don't yeah. know why. It, none what of was that the, made sense to me, honestly
0: at all it was uh it's just like okay it, you look like you're going in rebuild mode for the most part yeah you go ahead and sign chris bryant to contract what's what's the end game here what are you trying to do
1: yeah it, i think it would make more sense if it was a deal like what the twins done where uh you know they signed Correa to that three-year, hundred and like four, hundred and five million dollar contract, but they had opt-outs in each, like each year. That way they could potentially trade him to a contender if they're not doing well. Like I got that trade kind of blew my mind, but it, it's smart on their part, on the Twins' part especially.
2: Yeah. But yeah, who
1: could imagine? Oh, okay, okay. That's one thing Yankees fans, like, are you, uh, how do you feel about the Donaldson deal?
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, actually. So, good job, Hunter. You were thinking about the same thing I was. I was just curious how, I mean, you know, he's still a star when he stays healthy. Yeah,
1: he's actually playing.
0: But it's hard for him to stay healthy, it looked like, and we've said this on previous pods, that the only time he's really stayed healthy for the whole year has been with us.
2: Oh yeah, that 155 games he played with you guys. Yeah, that was, and he was he was a monster. Yeah, and
1: like uh, 37
0: bombs. Yeah, and we kind of dodged a bullet because we offered him a pretty decent contract. I'm kind of
2: glad the Twins uh, outbid us. Yeah, they, they sure did. But uh, he played 100. He played 135 games last year. His injury issues is most. It's mostly his calf. He yeah. has um. Speaking from experience, I've had calf like strains like my entire life, pretty much since I've gotten like swimming lessons since I was six. I've experienced <laughs> my pull. I've always had calf pull problems, like calf issues, throughout my life, and I'm telling you, they don't go away. So the older you get, the the longer it takes to heal, and those are very annoying soft tissue injuries, and also um. He paid 135 games, and he has a shoulder issue, too. So, we'll see what happens, but I don't agree with paying him $50 million. Yeah. Because they were so pressed on getting IKF. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which he is a good shortstop. <laughs> yeah, he is were, good.
2: He's a good shortstop. Can't hit a lake. He's he,
1: he's, uh, he's uh, coming into it, himself at the plate, I feel like it, it's not a total wash at the plate.
2: I mean, when your OPS starts with a six, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I'm a little hard. I'm a, It's a little be hard to to tell me like that's that's something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, well, but, you, you got to remember, you're just bridging the gap. Hopefully,
0: now you guys ended up getting a good catcher in this deal, didn't you? Nobody knows who he is though.
1: Yeah, he's got a small sample
0: size. It's kind of like us giving up Langoliers to get Olsen, Um,
2: which we didn't want to do. Uh, I'm telling you, that would have been. That's not the same thing at all. Yeah. No, it's not the same thing because Matt Olsen is also a 27 year old that's under control for two more years.
0: Yeah, and then we did the right thing
2: and extended him (laughs) six more years, which. Right. Beautiful play. Very modest. One hundred what sixty million? something 168, like 168 for eight years. It's yeah. not
0: bad. Oh that God. is an excellent, excellent negotiation done by AA. But you got to do that
1: what? when once you give up like that type of high quality prospects. You got to sign the person you're getting.
2: Absolutely. Kind of like what
1: happened with Lindor and the Mets.
2: Yeah. Well, I I just want to know what the Braves front office negotiation tactics are because given what you guys are paying albies and acuna how do you guys keep getting players to say yes to really bad
0: deals well i'm gonna say it's probably because they want to win championships or be they want to go on that 14 division run again
1: i don't know if it's it's ever possible
0: i don't think it's just that
1: but i uh, mean
2: that's 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 a good Way to think about it is it's a great answer because it makes it it sounds great. Yeah. But seriously, uh, how, what what is it about the Braves' negotiating tactics that gets players to take on bad deals over and over? Or no, bad deals for themselves, by the way, not bad deals for the, for the club is amazing. Oh, but AA's genius. It, what can you say? Crazy how the, he gets them to say yes to these terrible deals because if you put. Matt- <laughs> in in a free if he was a free agent right now he would get he would get at least 200 million dollars no yeah yeah but that's
1: part of buying buying out those two years and you know giving them a bump in you know pay for those two years even though it wouldn't he's getting like a 12 mil in arbitration either way so he's not getting like a crazy bump in pay in those two arb years that we bought out but For him, I don't think it's that bad of a deal. Like, uh, he secured where he wanted to play. Like, he wanted to play. In his case, he wanted to play in Atlanta. But if you're talking about Acuna and Albies, you know, that's obviously a little different. Uh, Albies, people forget that he had, uh, leading up to the majors, he had several, like, really bad injuries. And I, I think he just wanted the guaranteed money, same as Acuna. Like, Acuna, we signed him after like a, a rookie year where he played like most of the season, one rookie of the year. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it was that crazy for him to want that $100 million after one year in the big leagues. Well,
0: that and the factor that you're right there, you've just set your whole entire family up for generations. And from the means these guys come from,
1: And it won't be the the last big check It's not going to be his last big check.
0: You know both of them are going to get. If they keep up the production, they're going to have a bigger payday and they're not going to take that same deal come next time.
2: So, speaking of Acuna specifically, of course, $100 million to anybody in the world, including them, it's a lot of money, right? Right. (laughs) It's a lot of money. I don't blame any player for signing on a dotted line with like a nine figure check in front of them. Totally get it. Totally understand it sets their family up. Everything. Fernando Tatis Jr.
0: Yes. Oh my god, that
2: deal was amazing. he 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 raked in. But
0: that's great. like
1: twelve that was like a twelve year deal or something that oh, with an option for a thirteenth. Yeah, so he he's basically he just like solidified that he's gonna be there forever, basically. And it's a little bit different with the Cunha where it's like I think it was eight, seven, eight years.
0: No, I'll be yeah. seven. Uh, and that's where, Acuna was that's like
2: none. That's mm. where I'm coming. From. Like, yeah, you. There's no way you're Acuna, and then you look at what Tatis got, and then you don't think Acuna's out here punching air. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh no, he's, he's definitely, definitely punching air. About that. Yeah, he's <laughs> Wander just done the same
1: thing. You,
2: he, they, you could have You could have had the Braves come to you and say hey we want to extend you every club after the way you start out your career like Acuna did would come to you with an extension to buy out those arbitration use but you could also say hey if you want to play this game let's play this game like you're going to have to pay me quite a bit of money a lot more than a hundred million dollars like if he would have taken like 180 190 close if not just 200 if he would have just doubled that totally understand even more.
1: Okay, so you ask how they got them deals done. Yeah, I think we just kind of went over it. Timing, like we we offered him that deal at the right time. Like I said, like right after right. his yeah. one one year in the big leagues, it, he would have had to and he would have had to wait five more years potentially if he went if he hit free agency to get a deal or maybe not quite as long for an extension and he could have got more. Basically, he said, "I want my money and I want it now. I want it secured now."
2: Right. And the Padres did it a year, year and a, a season and a half after he, his debut. But yeah. they, gave, they got that man paid. They,
0: they paid him, but he is he's he's made a few mistakes in the in the process.
1: Yeah, uh, hell yeah. Uh, what uh, d- My bad, guy.
0: Okay.
2: Well, it doesn't matter what, what happens after that. I mean, unless unless well, they could void his contract, right? If if it said he couldn't ride him motorbike if he rides a motorbike again they could technically avoid the contract
0: yeah but you know they're, they're not gonna. gonna exactly they're not gonna they're not so. gonna
2: because imagine <laughs> 20- somebody else getting their hands on him drove right 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 he's 23 years old they're not gonna do anything about it so i mean he's kind of got them he's he's got the way he wants them Just oh yes like he does yeah. But, yeah I, I mean i think he left a lot of money on the table because his best years are gonna be in those eight years Let's be honest. Yeah, so you're, be an- you're right. And the more injuries he, he, he gets along the way, the less the less he could potentially make later on after the eight years is over.
1: But just so think um, that injury he just had is like a perfect example of why getting that 100 mil uh, out of the way is important. Like Acuna just had a injury that could have, you know, who knows what it could end up affecting down the road.
2: Yeah, it's an ACL injury in baseball. I, I, I had a torn ACL once upon a time. So I, I could speak on experience. In basketball, it, it could definitely hinder you. And baseball is not going to hinder you much. It, it, he's going to be the same player. Even if he didn't sign that, he's going to come back this year. He's going to put up his 35 home runs. He's going to get his 100 RBIs. He's going to get his 30 to 40 stolen bases. And he's going to be doing what he do. Yeah, he, but, he uh, should. Yeah, what, if he's like, on
1: the field, he will.
2: Yeah. Hip issues, hip issues, arm issues—all of those would be more. I would, I would have a problem with. Or like knee issues, knee issues, like Justin Pedroia, where he had no cartilage. Those are the oh, injuries. Right. Oh. Those are the ones that are injury,
0: like career-ending kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask you, since you know you do personal trainer and stuff like that, uh, have you ever had to deal with someone that had, say, an Achilles injury?
2: uh probably once in my pt career i've dealt with somebody with a with an achilles injury
0: and and so like when you see mike soroka right and you see how that was done last year like what is your what is your thought process on him
2: he had uh he got stepped on right Oh no! That was
0: Hudson Oh, freed! No, that was Hudson that got stepped on when he uh, was. we're talking
1: about freed in the yeah. World Series getting stepped on. But. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, Soroka just tore the. So uh,
1: he re-tore. They had to go back in and like do surgery again after he re-tore his like basically walking around in the clubhouse. And but that was after he'd
0: had problems with the uh, initial surgery in the first place with the stitches. Yeah, but what thing about this is we've
1: seen Acuna in the clubhouse during the World Series jumping up and down and all that. Like You would think after what happened to Soroka, they would have kind of told Acuna, like, you need to chill out.
2: I don't are telling thing, him that anything. Bell injuries <laughs> is, again, I, I went through it. Uh, they'll tell you that when you get bell reconstruction surgery, which I got, then you got no higher chance than me and you. I don't know if you guys tore your ACLs before, but they, I, have, I don't have a higher chance of tearing it again than you
1: do. Okay, okay. Well, okay. that's so good one, to hear. I figured it would one, be the opposite,
2: kind
0: of.
1: No, I've had, like, yeah, a,
0: a severe sprain of the ACL and MCL,
2: but I've never directly it, tore it. Yeah, you had little tears. You had, little, you had, like, mini tears. Those sprains are essentially just than saying, yeah, I have a tiny tear. Now, my Rotator Cup, you know, from uh, pitching
0: and, you know, sports and stuff, right, is, like, severely messed up. But, you know, I mean, you know, what athlete doesn't have
2: some lingering injuries from the past, right? It's going to be wearing tear, literally, (laughs) for athletes. There's going to be a lot of mileage that that you've had on your body that you're going to get. You're gonna run into, um, especially runners too, with knee issues and hip issues and <laughs> some lower back issues that you're gonna come across. It's part of the game. That's oh, the game. They're well, not what, a machine.
1: What you said reassured me a good bit when you said he doesn't have a you know any more chance of you know tearing it again than somebody who's never tore it. But yeah, the, like like Acuna in the outfield, you've seen like the type of play that he. Uh, that he ruptured or you know hurt himself on the first time. He's out there doing that all the time. Like, right, uh, and I,
2: that's a little that, scary. I was going to bring that exact topic up. So he—that's something he's done a billion times. Yeah, right. I tore my ACL similar to that on a basketball court on something I've done a billion times. Now, when it comes to ACL injuries and Achilles injuries. We just call those freak injuries. That's something that you can't stop from happening. If it's, you know what I'm saying, so like if it's meant to happen. It's cool. meant to happen. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's gonna you could do it a thousand times and there'll be no issues, and then there'll be just that one time it just buckles. Yeah. yeah. And didn't land. I didn't land any differently than I would have. I didn't. I didn't tweak my ankle as I went down. I didn't step on anybody's foot. I landed the way I always land, and it just gave out. Right and and he happened to Cunha. He didn't land any other way. He landed right on his foot. (laughs) It gave out on him.
1: Yeah, he did land a little awkward. But I get what you're saying. Like, could any of that be like from wear and tear? Like the fact that you've done the same thing a million times that helps cause it.
0: Um, he could have had a minor, like a maybe a a minor sprain, which became worse over time because he didn't take care of it.
2: That could have led to a tear. This, when it comes to ligaments, they they get lengthened. So ligaments, you can stretch your ligaments out, right? Right. You stretch them out. They could come back together. They come out, you could go back to bed, get back together. Sometimes they get stretched out a little too long, and that's where you get the the tear. Right. So there's not, there's not much you can do about that though. It's not. Like, there's no way you can take care of of you know of it like in that way. No, wasn't it
0: Thomas Davis? I believe didn't he come back from like three ACL tears?
2: Yeah, for his three times. Yeah, and he was the only player to ever do that. Come back. Yeah. yeah, you understand, man? Like, if you tear it once, the the grind to come back. I'm no professional athlete. I'm just a regular Joe, and the rehab, it's extensive, man. It's yeah. you. Gotta, you got tr- first of all, you got to trust that. <laughs> Because your body betrayed you, like I've done that move a million times and it just gave out. So the fact that you had to get over it mentally, that your body betrayed you, and you you don't know how you can stop that from happening again, you're gonna do you're gonna start doing things, and you're gonna be more careful about it, right? Naturally, like that's what's gonna happen, and it's a very hard process. Like all professional athletes, all they do after surgery is Get back
1: in shape. Get yeah. back to where they used to be. And age helps 20- a lot, too.
0: Like
2: Yeah, with him being younger, it, it
0: would be a lot easier to heal from it. Say, like, I've had two back surgeries, right? My back's not been the same since the first one. Your back will never be the same. No, it will not. And, and you know, there's that mentality, right? So I'm always protecting my back. Because I'm so scared of going under the knife a third time. Because that's a fusion, right? Mm-hmm. But... The back is, is a a thing that
2: once you mess it up, you're never the same. And it's and that's that goes for anything. Like, once you go under the knife and they do <laughs> the area, that's it. You're never going to be 100%. Acuna is never going to be his knee. He was, he's going to say when he comes back, yeah, about 100%. Bro, you're never going to be at 100%. You could be at 90%. You could feel like you're 100%, but. Once you once you go under the knife and they fix you up and all that stuff, you're never going to be a hundred percent, and that's just truth. That's that's straight up the real right there. And you just and to think about going it, doing it, two times, let alone three times. There's a reason why he's the only one that's done it three times, and it's football we're talking about, bro. Oh, I know, and that's brutal. So no matter how old you are, you could be 25 and gone for it the second time. Do you really wanna go through it the third time? That's really what it comes down to. You can do it the third time, but do you really wanna do it all over again?
1: Yeah, so with Soroko we're we're we've already talked about he's on the second time. So basically this is they they gotta treat him very carefully like they're talking about not even bringing him back until like July, maybe
0: August. I'm thinking probably right after the All Star break. They're going to yeah. baby this. They may they rushed him a little bit last year. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. Yeah,
1: but uh, uh, it's that's what makes me curious to how they're going to do with Acuna.
0: Well, I'm, but I'm at least saying, we
1: got the DH now though, so we can have his bat in the lineup even without him. You know, diving all over the place in center field and right field.
0: But then you got to deal with uh, Ozuna's defense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you could DH him. Well, well you got. Yeah, DH would be Acuna for the first month or so. Of, uh,
0: yeah, I'm just saying if we DH Acuna, then you have to deal with those Zunas defense. Oh, yeah. How I mean, do you
1: feel about Luke Voigt uh, being moved? Did, 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 I, I didn't see the prospect y'all got back for that. I think it's like Justin Lange or something like that. Somebody, I don't know. We,
2: we got uh, a 2020 first rounder. That okay. throws a hundred and two. I'm okay with it. Oh okay. That's that's actually a pretty decent deal there, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like more than
1: I just thought Luke Voigt had a lot more potential in that. Like after his twenty twenty, I thought like he was gonna be a mainstay, but I, I also seen that w- also looked at Glaber Torres the same way.
2: Well the difference is one is twenty four, the other one's thirty. He's not yeah. no, sp- <laughs> yeah, I was Luke thinking Voigt-, Voigt was younger than that. Yeah, he's he's not a pup, and that's what a lot of people look at him as. He's not making a lot of money, but um, we didn't. I don't. We didn't trade him because he was a bad player. He was, you know, what I'm saying he. Yeah. We traded because we needed a lefty bat, and he couldn't provide that.
1: Yeah, well, but that in first base is already you know Rizzo. You got him at first, and then your, your DH is already spots kind of already took up.
2: Right. So. so he wasn't going to get regular at-bats. His defense isn't as good as Rizzo's. I mean, the writing was on the wall there. He, Which he, I mean, had, kudos to, to Rizzo's signing there. That the, the, the definitely fits for y'all. He does, and is, uh, it's a very Yankee fan of me to say I was disappointed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Because I thought all along this entire time throughout the lockout that no matter what was going to happen, we may not sign Correa. We may not do this. We may not do that. But at the end of the day, I know we're going to get Matt Olsen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it seemed like all the Yankees fans were saying. But I knew one of us was going to end up with Rizzo. And I, I figured it was going to be the Braves because it seemed like a very Braves move to make. Because I figured we'd want another guy similar to Freeman as far as like a like clubhouse guy. And I figured Rizzo would be the natural next step to that even though i wanted Olson just as much as i wanted freeman back so when we and got A- him it really surprised me i thought he was going to the yankees as well
2: AA was smart so my that was my fear my fear was the only way we were going to get Olson is the atlanta braves saying well f this freeman's not coming back and we all know if it comes when it's when it's not money if it's just trades if it's just for players the Braves have the upper hand on that over the Yankees, so I was gonna think we gotta get the we gotta get Matt Olson before the trade these the, the talks with uh, Freddie Freeman with the Braves break down because once that breaks down, I think the Braves are just gonna go get Matt Olson, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't have, that that that's not usually the Braves' mo. If anything, I, I would have seen y'all doing that before us.
2: That's... Well, yeah, but you know, guys have AA. Yeah, we do. yeah, he, yeah but he is a master magician. But our prospect pool, you guys, isn't are as large
1: as it used to be, and you guys got a really good top five farm system right now. Who the Yankees do?
2: We have top five now. Yeah. Top yeah. Five?
1: yeah, the Braves prospects. Uh, outside of like, uh, like Harris. Outside of just a couple real good guys, all of our guys have graduated. Uh, you, right. I think, you placed number five. The Yankees did. Recently. So yeah. I figured you, you guys had more pieces to get it done and still keep like Volpe and you know, Dominguez. But that's probably why it didn't happen for y'all. Is because they they were probably knew you had so many good prospects, so they were asking for Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez.
0: I mean, uh, And by the way, Drew, I do want to actually get uh, your take on uh, Freeman, you know, going to uh, L.A. I want to know what you heard and see if that's the exact same thing we've heard or if you've got a little bit more info than we do. Uh, But let's do that after we take a uh, quick break.
2: You got it. All right, man.
1: All right, guys, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed a word from our sponsor and don't forget to subscribe if you're listening you already have it on whatever platform you're listening on if you don't mind but anyways so Drew, like uh yeah. like we said what do you feel about the what do you, what do you think about the freeman deal and what did you hear that maybe a different perspective than we have
2: on it I don't know if I've heard anything much different than you guys did, but uh, the Freeman deal made uh, a lot of sense to the Dodgers. You know why? Because it made a lot of sense for 32 teams to do it. Well, you know, 32 teams, there's only 30 teams in Major League Baseball, but uh, maybe uh, 2019 because the Rockies are just the Rockies, and they just need to do a lot more. But um, they need yeah. to worry about Freddie Freeman. But I think uh, – the Dodgers did what they had to do. Uh, the Braves did not. They didn't. I don't think they. I think they always had a plan B, and it showed. Do you think um,
0: so it was a, a respect
2: issue? Do you think maybe they he felt disrespected? That's why he was. For sure, for sure he definitely felt disrespected. He because he went out of his way in the Dodgers press conference. It's one thing to uh, to just answer a question from a reporter. It's another to. Go out of your way to say things like They only called me twice the entire time this the entire offseason.
1: But that's his agent though. Like his the his agent is that's his job, not Freddie's. I think a, his Hold agent on. dropped the ball, honestly, because Freddy. him being so surprised by us getting well, yeah. Olson shows that he wasn't in on the talks very much.
2: No, when when you're a free agent like uh, like the tier of Freddie Freeman, the people call you, like, you don't have to go out and call anybody, especially when it comes to the Braves. Like the Braves, they have to reach out. Well, like, the thing
1: is, the Braves already had their initial, like their regular, their first offer on the table, and ba- they basically told Freeman, like, "Hey, go out, get courted. Like you, you deserve free agency to get courted by other teams." Knowing that there's a chance that he might not come back from that, but right. yeah, but then once that time came, like I said, his agent came back to the Braves and was like, "Okay, well, uh, here's the deal that it that we'll accept if you up your original offer. Here's the two only the two only deals that we'll accept. Pick one within the hour, or you know, it's done. And as soon as they got that message, he's like, "Okay." Hell no! With this, we we retract our initial offer, and then we went and got awesome.
0: Well, here's here. I'm actually withdrawing this. Like you look at Freeman. You look at last year when we re-signed Azuna. He was like the biggest cheerleader, right? Now, respect-wise, this is my opinion, but Chipper never went to a contract year. They always allured, You know, gave him that. Um,
1: you know, Well, don't please. get me wrong. He should, Freeman never should have even got to free agency. No, he should Now, I believe that. I understand that 100%. And that was on the Braves. But once it got like this far, I, I don't think it was the Braves at fault anymore. But, yeah, the it was the Braves' fault that he even got to free agency to begin with when it's a player like Freeman.
0: Well, that and the factor that when we got the okay to, say, uh a got the okay from the team president hey go get what you need man we're flush with cash you know say postseason rolls around right why wouldn't we first day just big story freddie freeman signs a seven year i mean six year extension with the braves I, he would have never it would have well, never got past the world Series without a deal in place
1: well the, they were never gonna be in like open negotiations like as the postseason started uh, that's, that's a big distraction anyways it should have happened like the spring in spring training, training before, before the year before yeah, yeah. but anyways <coughs> that's beside the point that didn't happen it, it got to that point and i think a made the right move Braves got what we needed and they knew that if they were going to get rid of Freeman or let him walk that the only acceptable option in Braves fans minds was going to be Olsen and they done that
2: yeah uh, i think the Braves made the right move i mean the way the Braves operated i respect it like i mean if they didn't want to pay a 32 year old first baseman i completely understand when there's a 27-year-old first baseman with two years remaining uh, of control. Like, I totally get it. Even though Freddie Freeman is the face of the Braves, you know, well-respected, former MVP, I totally understand where they're coming from. And they did what they had to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. Freddie Freeman also did what he had to do. So I, I can't really speak on the he shouldn't have gotten to free agency because I don't know if Freddie Freeman chose that he wanted to go to free agent one because the Braves could go up to him. You, uh, you guys know better than me, but the Braves, I don't know if the Braves went up to him and said, Hey, we would like to extend you. And Freddie Freeman is like, you know, I don't really want to talk about this right now. We, we could kick the can down the road. I don't know if he said that, but uh, it seemed like Freddie Freeman was definitely okay with leaving. Also, this entire time,
1: I I don't know I don't know if is uh, okay I don't know if you've seen the articles where uh, Chipper goes all out and basically spills the beans of their entire com- his entire conversation with Freddie, which they're really good friends so uh, like they're they, real tight yeah they would be talking just like you and your best friends talking on the phone and Freddie right. Freddie felt like uh, after he heard the Olsen sign and he was devastated and felt like he got like kind of stabbed in the back. But in reality, it's because his agent wasn't letting him in the know. He, that his agent should have never gave the Braves an ultimatum like that. His agent should have come to him and be like, "Okay, listen, this is what we're hearing from the Dodgers side. This is what it will take to, you know, for Fre- you know Freeman to come back to the Braves." But instead, he's like, "Here's the only de- deals we're willing to take. Take it or leave it within the next hour." Like, and that's not how you negotiate.
0: Like, like I said earlier. With AA, who is a magician, right? You negotiate with, you don't negotiate against, and that's what his agency did. I know that when if he, I, if it had been Freeman and him talking, maybe something could have been worked out a little bit better. But and and A. probably should have just called Freddy because Freddy, because you know you're you're talking to a guy that's been the face of the franchise forever. Yeah, you know since Chipper left. So, I mean, I would have at least reached out myself personally and yeah. not
2: just through his agent. Yeah. But well, that's, eh. that's eh. the thing. Uh Freddie their agent works for Freddie. If Freddie Freeman solely wanted to work for for the Braves, wants to play for the Braves, you go to your agent and you say get a deal done. Yeah. I don't think at any point Freddie Freeman told his agent to get a deal done. You could try to get a deal done, but you know. Get the bet if you tell your agent to get the best deal possible, then you're 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 leaving your options open. But if you really wanted to keep, be playing for the Braves and only the Braves, you go up to your agent and say, "Hey, get a deal done with the Braves." Then he wouldn't have to tell him, "Hey, here's to t- take it or leave it" kind, kind of tactic. You know what I'm saying? So and I you- think it was more than okay than to go to the Dodgers too.
1: I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sure, sure that. that- yeah, if he can't go to the Braves, he definitely wanted to go to the Dodgers.
2: Now, I'm
0: wondering if his wife had a little bit of input in on this, because the rumor is, and I don't know how true this is, the Dodgers said they could help her get a clothing line.
2: Yeah, I never heard of... I don't know why Dodgers could help her, but... <laughs> I mean, with Freddie Freeman's contacts, and I mean... I mean, down, sure down here, he would uh, she would have had a better
0: shot, because... You know, that's... He's beloved here. He would right. just simply buy because it's Freddie's wife.
2: Did he Did he not have an off-season home in Southern
0: California? He did, and, that, and then that's why we were fearful that it was going to be the Dodgers, because he's from California. He goes out there and spends some of the year. You know, his father's from California. Yeah. So And you know him and his dad are tight, you know, of course. And... That was always the biggest fear, was it was going to be Dodger Blue instead of... Yeah.
1: I wouldn't have minded it being the Angels. So that's the kind Angels of what would I was have been fine for. with us.
0: We would have been perfectly fine with it because we'd have known, hey, there's probably no possibility we're going to be seeing you at any point except in a interleague series.
1: Yeah, and I actually so, wanted the Yankees to get him. Like Once I started to feel like the Braves didn't have a chance, I was yeah, hoping the Yankees would get him.
0: We were know. both saying that we'd rather than him go to y'all. Then we would actually go to the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, that's worst case scenario. <laughs> but yeah, got to deal with it now.
2: Well, yeah, not fun at all for you guys. No, nah, it's, it's sad. Matt Olsen. The great that's a that's a great Plan B. It is a good Plan B though. It okay, is. Yeah, you got younger. That you Matt Olsen's going to grow with Acuna. He's going to grow with Albies. He's he's going to grow with Swanson. That's okay. That's okay, Braves. Braves fans listen to this podcast, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and we were worried about how like losing obviously our leadership, but after I heard Ozzy Alby speak a little bit on it, and, and he was talking, you know, we. You know he's young, but he's already been there. What like four years now? He even came up in seventeen and played a little bit.
0: So much The end fly. of the year, he's yeah, been so, four years.
1: Yeah, like him and Swanson, like a and Riley. Eventually, at some point later on, like we've got we've already got a lot of guys that have been playing with each other for a long time. Like the chemistry is still going to be there. Olson is just going to be a new dynamic, new you know part to slide into that and you know bringing rosario back and even marcel even if you know if you don't like him because of what happened you know the domestic issues or whatever no matter how you feel about him uh when we seen him play in 2020 like he had a undeniable great chemistry with the braves oh yeah, so yeah. even he is like a good leadership like we're still good in the leadership and dynamic department, you know. Well,
0: I think what really been, uh, what made me kind of get back on the Ozuna train, right, was the very factor that he said that he has to earn everything back now. And he knows that, you know. Yeah. He came out and apologized for letting the fans down, his family down. Yeah. You know, uh, at least he's accepting responsibility.
1: And another thing I like that Olsen said during his press conference was that he's not in any way he, he knows that he's not going to be be another Freddie Freeman that he's just come here to be Matt Olson and well, like, that, it's that's like I was, was very relieved. It's the only thing he, he can, can do, do, but I was relieved to hear him say that like he just won want, he wants to be himself like because he's got big shoes to fill. Oh
0: yeah, but uh, what do you think uh, about uh, the Phillies signing
2: Castellanos, bro? Great great signing by them. I mean, whenever you add a, a good bat, I mean, you can't be upset. Also, I mean, it's a National League team that has an extra spot in the batting order to fill, don't they? So, um, yeah. they got Kyle Schwarber. Easily slide him into the DH spot. Yeah. No and you, yeah. you can push Castellanos out there in the outfield, which that is not really the best thing to do. But, you know, you'll <laughs> live with it, right? You'll live with it. You'll live with it, but it's another bat that the a- NL East teams have to uh, deal with. Yeah not, yeah, not talking about any particular team of anybody <laughs> on this podcast, yeah, but you know, just NL East team that you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, their lineup. I
1: mean, it is scary. Like, it, it reads like what? Like, Swarber leading off for whatever reason, he's been a leadoff hitter here recently, he's right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess unbelievable. That just to start off the game with a home run, solo shot, I guess. Yeah, get you but, you, but you got him batting first, either Gene Segura or Hoskin, uh, Hoskins batting second, then Bryce Harper, then uh, Castellanos, then JT Real Muto, at some point in the lineup Seager, like um, Segura, I mean. Like, yeah, dude, they – but the bottom half of the lineup's a little, a little bit, weak bit weak with Baum and else. Yeah. They got a couple guys at the bottom of the lineup that not so great. But yeah, they got a killer lineup. I'm just curious what their defense is going to look like because even Alec Baum at third base looks, you know, pretty bad. And then the only two like really, really good defensive players they got is JT. Bryce is actually a really good right fielder. No, he's a good
0: right fielder. I'll give him that.
1: And then Segura is pretty good at shortstop.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Gregorius. DD. DD, yeah. Yeah, his bat's been horrible lately.
0: Defense is solid, though. Yeah, so
1: he's another, like, he's one of the only other weak spots in that lineup.
2: His defense has been declining for a while, and that's why yeah. Yankees, that's why he's not a Yankee now. Yeah,
0: well, I agree with that. I mean, I knew why he wasn't a Yankee, but well, he <laughs> has better options.
2: You know, much. <sighs> he's been declining on both sides of the ball. Yeah, but
0: I mean, you know, um, they did get rid of. Uh, oh, God. They, they, they lost Cutch. They lost Cutch. Yeah, I've and- seen the Brewers
1: got him. I've never seen where that signing happened, but I've seen them him, him slated into I their lineup. Just.
0: Line. I- you know, McCutcheon was one of my favorite players when he was with the Pirates. And, I mean, I, I like him as a person. The stuff he does for charity is amazing, you know. But, I mean, his play over the last few years, and I, that could just be attributed to the fact he was in Philadelphia. He was
1: injured. He he was injured a lot during this th- that three-year deal with uh, Philadelphia. But he did have stints where he played good ball, like when he was actually on the field. So, he's still not terrible. His bat definitely isn't terrible. He's just got to be healthy. But Milwaukee, if he if he did sign with Milwaukee like i
0: seen, like they need all the help they can get in the batting order. I mean, pitching-wise, they are stacked, but uh, they are definitely lacking on the offensive side. Yeah, even
1: without having a great offense, they came basically the closest to beating us in the playoffs than anybody did. Or the games were closer
0: than anybody else's just thinking about it though man like that series was amazing and yeah makes me appreciate freeman for what he did even more man taking hater deep
1: yeah and then after that home run he goes in dug out and they push him back oh. out and he comes out and does, does like a curtain, curtain call. call man like oh, yeah God, damn. Th- those are the things that we're gonna look back on and be like wow like we
0: really had some great memories with the man he will be retired to brave one day yeah. There's still always gonna be a love and affection for the man, even if he is wearing Dodger blue now. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely getting his
2: number five retired. Oh, Always no, definitely getting retired. That's not even that's not even up for debate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, uh, by the way, that's probably gonna be a statue out there of him catching that last out of him, just arms in the air. That's gonna be a statue out in the battery on the Maybe, corner. maybe guaranteed remember I, I, i'm the one that said it first oh okay. i i, I, I do, definitely
0: hold you to that man but i mean just thinking of that moment makes me emotional i'm telling oh, sure. you, because uh
2: because oh,
0: 26 years man we waited and how I, old are you i'm i'm 36.
2: oh, oh yeah. yeah oh so you, so you probably vaguely remember 95.
0: oh i remember 95. you were like what 10 years old yeah i remember 95 quite well <laughs>
1: yeah I was only two years old when we won it in 95 and oh I, yeah I had the videotapes so I've watched the game like a hundred times but yeah I wasn't old enough to actually experience it so this is what? this was like a dream come true when I actually got to
0: experience it it felt surreal You yeah, wasn't old enough to watch Marquise Grissom squeeze that last out on the field I still remember man the team of the 90s that is
2: the world championship yeah team of the 90s huh
0: yeah, yeah uh, no, no, no.
2: Hey, at that point we were. At, at that point, we were in the World Series more than y'all. That was very interesting to say halfway through the decade. I know, and then it turns <laughs> out being y'all were the team in the nineties. Honestly, that was a very bold statement from Mister Costas. It was. And at
1: the, at the time, time, he was right. Though. Every like time I good. hear that. Little
2: bit was, no shade to Costas, but I still laugh every time I hear that. I was like,
1: <laughs> now he was right at the time. Uh, was the was the Yankees in the playoffs no. in 1995?
2: They were, but that uh, was their yeah. first. That was their first playoff appearance since 81. Oh, oh my god! So y'all
1: y'all got kicked out like the divisional round in 95. Right. Yeah,
2: we lost to the Mariners because. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. The Ken Griffey uh, and Edgar Martinez.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. can't stop. Even yeah. though they didn't after that, but they can't stop showing you that. Of oh, how many years after the fact? Almost thirty years after the fact. Thirty I see years it, after the fact, yeah. I see at least thirty times a season. Oh my god! Hey, well, the
1: Mariners don't have much to phone over when it comes to
2: the playoffs. So. I've been to I've been to Safeco Field, was well, T-Mobile Field now? Yeah. I'm, I'm back in eighteen. Their entire stadium is based off that season. That's and granted, it's the only reason there is a stadium there is because oh, yeah, of that. Yeah, season. yeah it saves them from moving. But man, to walk around that stadium just seeing Crane Griffey and Edgar Martinez, nineteen ninety five, and the, that series is like uh, it's like kind of like eye rolling for me. But it was okay <laughs> because if it wasn't for that experience, if it wasn't for that loss, we don't get Joe Torre. And our team's a lot different you don't know what happens after that so yeah i mean tory is the man
0: dude i love joe tory i mean MVP. massive respect oh, for
2: yeah and, and manager yeah
0: yeah he was a player for uh yeah i mean he was a player and manager mvp mvp can't beat it
2: 1970
0: yeah that's right but uh so um let me ask you, because I I hadn't actually got to get a real good look at the schedule. Are we playing in New York? Or are we playing in Atlanta against the Yankees this year?
2: I don't think we're playing you guys this year. Really? Yeah, because I, I think, think we, we rotate uh,
1: against, against which fish. divisions in the AL we play against each year. It might be time for us to play like the AL West because I think we play the
2: Angels. We're playing the Central this year, so.
1: Oh, that okay. sucks. Well, hey, well, good for you guys. You'll get to beat up on a couple easy teams.
2: <laughs> I want to beat up on the Pirates and and, and all them boys. Yes, the Reds, the Reds. No, yeah, yeah, you're gonna tear the Reds and the Pirates all to heck. I'm yeah. going. I, I'm trying. I'm gonna try my best to go to Pittsburgh because I love going to that stadium. Well, what I was the reason I asked you
0: that was I was like, well, you know, shoot, if we have a series down here, we all all ought to get into a game and do a. Like a live stream from there. Uh, that would be dope. That would that'd be, be dope. dope. Too bad we're not playing each other this year, man. That sucks.
2: Nah, we played each other the last two seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's time to move on to another division. <laughs> yeah. in, in
1: 2019, we played y'all too. I remember uh, I remember Acuna hitting a home run and Aaron Judge almost catching it. I think y'all beat us. Uh, I can't remember if y'all went won two out of three or we won Two out of three, that, but,
0: and we that, had two out of three against them in nineteen. They beat us uh, last year. They took they they knocked out our unbeaten streak, our winning streak, which extended yeah, theirs. Yeah,
2: somebody had to lose. It was a nine game nine nine game winning streak versus nine game winning streak. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a
0: severely yeah. competitive series, man. That was the most competitive series, uh, you know, Braves yankees series in years.
2: Yeah, since 96, I would say, right? I would agree,
0: actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, shit, uh, in
1: 2020, I think, uh, 22, or no, 2020, yeah, it, with the no fans in the stands, it was Ian Anderson's first start with You yeah, guys.
0: Oh, God, that was a beautiful
2: game for yeah, him. Yeah, he, he, that was
1: that, that was, was the best way you could start a career ever, especially
0: pitching, pitching that well against that the, the
2: Yankees. Yankees. <laughs> Or was it in the Bronx?
0: That was in, that in the was Bronx,
2: a- actually. Yeah, it was in the Bronx because we were... Um, I was crazy. in San Diego and I was really upset by that. Yeah. Here's something about being a Yankee fan you will always know. So, if if you are a Benny man out there, if you see a pitch starting pitcher making their debut against the Yankees, please bet on that starting pitcher. <laughs> 1996, for the last 20-something years, just look it up. The Yankees don't do anything with those pitchers. For one reason, I don't know why, unfamiliarity, I don't know. But yeah. it to the bank, that pitcher's going to have a good day most of the time.
1: <laughs> a lot of fan bases say that. Uh, against When they're going against like, no-name pitchers or inexperienced pitchers, they have a hard time.
0: Yeah. But um, So what other transactions we got to talk about, man? Uh, well, Soler went to the Marlins, and
1: he, he has a similar deal with worth, you know, obviously a lot less money as the Twins and Correa do. Uh, Soler went to the Marlins for three years, 36 mil, with an opt-out after each year. So there's a good chance the Braves pick him up again. Have, you know midway, midway through the midway. all season I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind picking it, I wouldn't or, mind it. Or, or, or they signed him so somebody could pick him up and they could pick up you know more prospects yeah get some prospects that's might actually, not be the Braves. It's, it's not a bad deal no it's but a good idea for them it. and if they're doing well if they're pitching uh, like because they've got an awesome pitching staff they actually uh i forgot about it because it happened before the lockout but they extended uh sandy alcantara and you know that that's a smart for them i'm glad to see him do that
2: very good very good yeah he's a great young pitcher
1: so they've got the pitching they picked up uh jacob stallins he's like a 30 year old bat first catcher which you know is a cheap deal why not why not get him they tried their best to trade for brian reynolds and couldn't get it done but uh if they would have got him man their offense would start to look you know pretty formidable but even with just Solaire, uh, their offense is starting to get going. I mean, they're going to be interesting here soon.
0: You know, and his defense wasn't bad last year.
1: Not as, yeah, not as bad as we thought.
0: I mean, I thought it was going to be atrocious, but... Uh...
1: Yeah. And that's like Philly's fans worrying about Cast- Castellanos. It's like, it, he he might not be, you know, above average center, uh, right fielder, left fielder, wherever they use him, but... He's going to be playable, especially with that type of bat. The problem is when every other position is also compromised defensively, if you're the Phillies. But the Marlins don't really have that problem. They've got, you know, pretty good defense, really good pitching, and now they have, you know, average to starting to be above average offense. They're becoming pretty well-rounded. What do you think?
0: Oh, Yeah, Drew, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, so what's uh, what's your
2: opinion on the Marlins? The Marlins, uh, in general, the the pitching staff is going to be scary one day. It already I, is. Yeah, it's going to be scarier because there's more coming. And God, they tear the Mets up every time they play them, um, dude. We got Max Meyer coming behind them. Oh um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's. Uh, they're talking about him possibly being up this year if that if that's the case they're going to have five solid like really good starters
2: no it's it's always interesting to me that when Jeter showed up they kind of they just cleaned house offensively <laughs> so yeah I go back to see what those trades were cuz i can't say hey it's it's funny how they have pitching now when they actually had all the hitting then that was four years ago when they had Yelich, Ozuna, Stanton, yeah. and JT. Like, imagine if they just held on to those guys and now the pitching is here.
1: Yeah, if they had had to pay all those guys. <laughs> yeah. That is
0: true. that is
1: true. You got me there. Yeah, but that's true.
0: Let me ask you, all- you, what do you think on uh Jeter stepping down? Where where's your uh what are you feeling on that?
2: Uh he pretty much saw the writing on the wall that they didn't they they weren't who they he thought they were gonna be. Uh he saw a vision for them. He, this is what he said. He saw a vision for them and they thought something different and if you know Jeet, he wants to win and he doesn't think that the Marlins are putting their best foot forward in doing that. So I believe him. <laughs> when if if Jeet is getting up out of there, then I, which, in a weird way, I kind of knew when he got there. I was like, either this is going to be a complete 180 or he's going to leave relatively soon. Because okay. it was, was going to be one way or another. But uh, I am not surprised that he stepped down because... I mean, at the all end, they got to do is spend money. Like, they're The Marlins are not going to spend money. People but, don't yeah. go to those. Man. They just don't. No, that's the problem. People don't
1: want to go there. But but well, they have offered, they offered C- uh, Castellanos a contract. I mean, uh, obviously it wasn't as competitive as the Phillies who gave a $100 million bucks. But, I mean, I feel like they are trying to spend a little bit of money, money right now because they realize all they need is a couple offensive pieces to be really, you know, really good. And I think they actually are trying to do that. What other direction could they be going in that Jeter d- doesn't like? All they need is an offense.
2: All they need is an off. Op- yeah, I and mean, their GM that they hired is good at her job. Like, oh no, she's I, definitely good. I'm, I'm impressed. She, she came from the Yankee system. Like, she got a good uh, tutorial
0: over here. <laughs> she Wasn't she was, like one of the
2: first female
0: coaches too?
2: Uh, front office folks. Oh, yeah. front office. San Francisco's got the she got rings coach. with us yeah. back in the nineties when we, you know, when we were beating you guys. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, got, she got rings with us. She was on like, and she worked for the for the league office as well. Like, oh, I didn't realize that. She she knows what she's doing over there, and especially based off the the trade she made last year. I I really like the trade they made with Oakland with the kid, um, Jose uh, Lizardo. Lazardo, Jesus Lazardo. I still believe in him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think that's a good. The pickup. problem
2: with that is the problem with that is Oakland doesn't. If Oakland gave him up, that means they don't. There's something they know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's something they know about him. That wh- why would they give him up? We're gonna find out. So that's gonna be a wait to see. But uh, yeah, I like the move. I like the aggressive move. So they get more, the, even more pitching. So. They got more pitching, but one
1: thing I forgot to say is they also, right for the lockout, you know, uh, the Brewers, uh, Adamas, who was uh, like their best hitter last year and kind of had like a career year for them, uh, he left the Brewers and the Marlins signed him early on. They snatched him up right up. So, yeah, like him and Soler, that's two really good pieces. One just came off like. Their best year, and then Solaire, you know, obviously had a good second half. Who knows exactly what to expect from him? But that's that's my point. Like they are trending in the right direction as far as offense. They're starting to spend a little bit more. Like I'm not sure what else Jeter was going to expect. Like,
2: I mean, he what he wanted. Jeter always wanted to own a team. He this was. An open secret for while he was playing. Uh, so I I didn't know how soon, I didn't know it was going to be that quick, but he always wanted to run a team, kind of like what Jordan's doing, like running a team. Oh, yeah. So I was not surprised by that. And, th- and that was the opportunity that I wrote. I came. I don't think, it, I don't know how much it mattered to him who it was, <laughs> but that was probably one of the first opportunities he had to uh to own a team so i don't really blame him there i do see him probably jumping on another team
0: i, and I can try see to, him
2: getting in the front office with someone else for sure definitely uh, i would love to know what else he would do with his life <laughs> like, i have no idea what else he would do i mean he he, he is truly oh, fascinating
0: yeah so, you're,
1: you're right he's, he's gonna, gonna hitch, hitch on to on somebody, with somebody else's bandwagon most likely exactly. But it, it would, would be, be interesting, interesting if he jumped off the Marlins train right as they start actually bringing in some hitters and go on run. Like, I don't want to see that happen, obviously. But
0: I don't. That's for sure. It's possible. It's possible. But, but, no, I, I mean, where do you think he'd be a good fit? I think uh, maybe um might go over to an AL team. That'd be a best fit for him.
2: I think whatever team's up for ownership next time. <laughs> oh, definitely. So I think that's that's the only way it works, right? I mean, I don't think he's gonna jump into already, you know. I don't think anybody's just gonna welcome him. Hey, here's a piece of ownership. Like yeah, I don't well, think, think anybody. a piece, yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely piece. I don't think anybody wants to offer their piece. Is what I'm saying. Well, uh, the, the the Oakland, Oakland A's, are
0: are that's
1: kind of how they're run with like, like a, a um,
0: like a group
1: of like, like 12, twelve people, people that, that own them or something. Well, like, like that. Billy Bean
0: owns a, a portion of the uh, the A's. Yeah,
1: and, and my then, point just, is he he, 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 he probably, probably could, could get, get in there if he wanted to. Yeah, he could definitely yeah. get in with Oakland.
2: The only way I'd see that would happen is if they move to Vegas.
1: And that's, that's a real, real possibility, possibility, I think. I mean, if, the, if they I don't, don't, don't get
2: a
0: deal done, done on the stadium soon, I'm, I would not be surprised if Oakland is without, you know. Yeah, they,
1: they got a complicated a deal, situation. They
0: really do. They there. really
2: do. Similar so, to I'm the Rays. Yeah. If that guy sells, I don't know. I don't I forget the name of the guy of who owns the A's. But if he ever Steve sells something, I can't remember his last name. If he ever sells the Oakland A's, and Derek is involved, just know they're moving. Oh, they're going to Vegas for sure. Yeah, just know he ain't gonna be part of that team a lot in a, a that organization unless they're definitely moving to Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. But, uh, yeah,
1: what, what else we, we got, guys? guys? I mean, I mean there's, there's a lot of smaller
2: moves, moves like uh, Pittsburgh well, or whatever. There's a Carlos lot of sm- –
1: Car- oh, my bad. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Carlos Correa, I'm still pissed about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the
1: yeah. Yankees lost out on Olsen, Freeman, and, and then okay. Correa goes to the Twins.
2: Yeah. The last thing I remember, what I what I was told was the Yankees needed a stopgap stop gap shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, what did he sign for?
1: Yeah, like what a yeah, yeah, three, three years, years. With two yeah. opt-out con
2: uh two isn't opt-out that, clauses. Yeah. Isn't that the definition of stopgap?
0: <laughs> that is very much so.
2: Would you not say he? Was the biggest name in free agency? Um, yeah. Uh, based on, yeah, the, I guess. Based on the, we're gonna eliminate Freddie Freeman because he's thirty two years old. But yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> based yeah. on age and position he plays, I would say Carlos Correa was the biggest name, and he ended up being a stopgap shortstop for the Minnesota Twins. Like, why couldn't the Yankees just do that? You are telling me you couldn't offer him that? for one year 35 million really you couldn't do that you'd rather (laughs) spend 50 million to to secure ikf really that's what how do you feel about giving
1: up geo your shell i felt felt like like that's that's kind of what would have pissed me off as a yankees fan more than more than anybody it's like Um, if i'm taking on 50 million dollars like i know you're giving us like I said, a shortstop and a catcher that we're not sure what the deal is going to be with him. But Yoshella, Yoshella like why would we have to give him up if we're, if we're taking on
2: 50 mil? But where is he going to play when Donaldson and him play the same position? Yeah. That is true. I mean, yeah.
0: But either but way,
1: you might not have to give him to the twins, like make a trade like to Oakland and try to get a, somebody for him, like a pitcher for him
2: like that you're not gonna get anything that would help the major league team right now for for Ashella. look what Luke Voigt got you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah, that's very true like you're not gonna get something significant for Gio Ashella. so yeah and oh and Minnesota needs all of a sudden a 30 bases it made sense to trade Gio and put Gio in that trade yeah He's right, but, it, it does. Yeah, you know, but uh,
1: with the Yankees
0: taking on 50 million, 50 million for Josh Donaldson, that's what makes that it hard at least uh, man to there's some cash
2: consideration in there. I know you guys don't need it, but still. I just feel like the the way the negotiations happened was this. You want cuz Kalebafa kind of was traded the day before to Minnesota. Yeah. The Yankees, it was an open secret that they were interested in him when he was in Texas and they were trying to get a deal with Texas for him. And they called the Yankees. Called Minnesota. Minnesota was like, "Hey, if you still want Kind of Falefa, we're not absolutely closing a door on not on trading him. It's just you're gonna have to pick up the tab on Josh Donaldson." Yeah, happened because they just got a sh- they all of a sudden they they needed a shortstop. Mm-hmm. They got Kind of Falefa, and then if they trade him, well, we're back at square one from 48 hours before. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. You're gonna need you're gonna need to pay this tad. And I think the only reason Minnesota obviously the only reason why Minnesota went out to Correa was because all of a sudden they needed a shortstop. Well, might as well get the best one. Yeah. That's which true. was the way the Yankees should have thought the entire time. But with, with
1: the, the opt outs out, after each year, if yeah, the I, Yankees I, I, signed him, I don't, I don't no, feel no, like those opt-outs, opt-outs would be
0: there. That that seems more like a like a basketball contract than it does a baseball
2: contract with all those opt-outs. The the like, if I'm the Yankees, you got you got your three of their best two, their top two prospects are shortstops right now. Yeah, and they so, must yeah, believe you in them. You don't want to block. You want to stop. stop gap? Just get Carlos Correa, man. You're putting a lot of pressure on Volpe. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. But, but the thing, thing is, is I if if Correa yeah, signed with the Yankees, I don't, I don't think, think it, it would be that, that type of three-year opt-out after every year type out. deal. If he, he signed with the Yankees, like three years. I think he won't be
0: time to develop. I, no, I, I think, think, that think
1: that he would want, want to be, be like, like the Yankees, Yankees shortstop for the future, like a seven-year, eight-year deal if he signed with the Yankees.
2: Um, I just, I just don't know. I don't. I wasn't in the room. Obviously, I wasn't on the phone calls. But <laughs> I think something, because that's what they. That's. I think he would have. I think if if you offer him thirty five million dollars and say, "Hey, you could try this again next year. Here's an opt out. Why would he not do it with the Yankees? Honestly, he's got a point. Yeah, that, yeah. that that why sounds like a better deal than going to the Twins. I mean, if he did it with the Twins, why not the Yankees? Agreed. And you get paid, and you get to and you get to play shortstop for the New York Yankees, and have a chance to go to to, the, not just have a chance. You're going to the playoffs.
1: Well, maybe you're the Yankees play. have something else in mind when it comes to that. Like maybe uh, a target next year in spring. Uh, like somebody that's, you know, going into free agency next year that they plan to target. But maybe they really believe in Volpe. Like something like this,
2: they if they're not making any big signings anytime soon. The offseason of 2025, 20, 26, 26, better, better, they better do something there.
1: Oh, yeah, that could be a whole nother thing about it, too. Maybe, maybe like they're trying to save money to re-sign Judge Uge and who yeah. else. Well, that's
2: for, that's for this year. That's for this year. Yeah. But, uh, okay, yeah. but the 25, 26 offseason, there's somebody that's going to be a, a free agent yeah. during that season. Off season. And that somebody the Yankees better be going after if they're not paying anybody now. Like, if you tell me right now that they're going to go after him right in three years, this, this certain player. Who you talking about? Juan
1: to... Soto or something?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you it's, forget that. The, the, the
1: Nets are going to give him a – they've oh, already offered him a huge contract. No, content. I'm sorry. They're I'm sorry. Cool. You're looking oh, at the next oh, New York Yankee.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. They, Juan Soto, they will pay oh, that man.
2: I will tell you right now, Juan Soto was only going to be a Nat up until twenty twenty five. Once that hits, he's gone, bro. He's finished. It. He's not coming back because they he won't was going- give him that money. I honestly,
1: no, I honestly he's think.
2: Turned down $400 dollars.
1: I think the Nats are gonna are gonna extend him before that on a huge contract. I really do.
0: I mean, bro, man, you agree on? a good bit but this one i'm actually gonna go draw on because i truly believe they're not gonna pony up that amount you're Uh, looking at a you're looking at a half billion dollar man right there
1: they spent 250 mil on a pitcher just as a thank you basically
2: (laughs) yeah they did oh god (laughs) yeah
0: no
1: they're they're gonna they've got the money and they Uh, realize that they got to pay for him
2: Check this out, though. They got the money, but all, all every single one of those big contracts are all deferred. Like, how many times? Like, yeah, the, the Max shirt, deferred. Strasburg deferred. Zimmerman yeah. deferred.
1: Other teams deferred. are starting to do that now, too. Even yeah. like, Freeman's contract's deferred. Oh, well,
0: yeah. I knew the Dodgers would defer his contract. Well, is it really deferred? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's deferred. He,
1: he's going to sure. be getting paid till 2040 something.
2: Yeah. No. Now, I could, don't hold me to this, but I've never known any Yankee contract to be deferred. No, like, the Mets are the
0: ones that are the poster children for uh, deferred contracts. Look at <laughs>
2: it's, yeah, Bobby, yeah. It's that we always make fun of the Mets because of the Bobby Bonilla day. Oh, but course, man organizations do the same thing but it's just funny yeah, it. but,
1: yeah but they're far my point was they're far from the, only, the them and the Nats are far from the only teams that do that on the regular oh
2: yeah
0: but but the Mets being I think Mookie
1: <laughs> Betts contracts actually uh, pretty deferred or at least backloaded
2: yes yeah, and guess who's not going to offer deferment payments yeah. the Yankees are not going to defer any contract they have no. it yeah. So, if, well, well, Why are they so,
1: operating like a poverty franchise all of a sudden? Yeah. Who is
2: who is his agent?
1: wants that up, Boris?
2: Yep. You're, so you're going to get a half a 1000000 You're going to tell me they're going to extend him?
1: I think so, because I think they're going to pay him what, is wor- what he's worth. They kind of have to. He's one of those players that...
0: He's a once-in-a-lifetime player. Yeah,
1: and with all the money they're going to be saving... And I, re- I really do honestly think that they try, that they do their best and offer up the best they can to get him. And if, and it'll come down of whether Juan Soto thinks that there's about to be like a future in the Nats yeah. organization, like if they retooled enough to where they're going to be good. Because even if he's a Scott Wars client, if they offer him say 420 mil and you know, even if Scott Boris says, "Yeah, I can get you more," if Soto actually wants to be a that, he'll sign it.
2: But I think who, so. who knows? Plays him. And Scott Boris has never—I I won't say never, obviously, but never. But he—if he—if Scott Boris has Soto as a client, he's been advising him this whole time. Listen, man, you came up when you were 19 years old. You are going to be a free agent at the age of 25, 26? Yeah. Bro, you can have a, a the ultimate bidding war yeah. when you got 29 teens, 30 teens bidding for you. Don't, like, when you do have those bidding wars, it's, hey, hey, the Yankees are going to be involved. The Dodgers will have money off coming off the books by then. <laughs> But what if he wants
1: to get paid twenty five to thirty mil before two thousand
2: twenty five? He already said no to a four hundred four hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: I thought I, I thought that was a three hundred and something mil. No, it's there's four.
2: So, yeah, it's four. So there's only so much more the Nats can really go to. Let's be let's be real. Yeah, they, yeah. They have paid a lot of people in deferments. <laughs> they played a lot of people. Got yeah. Boris is. Just Agents, they they are headstrong on going to free agency. Oh, I'm that's you. That's going to happen, and once that happens, you can see if the Nats just kiss them goodbye.
1: Yeah, I mean, but okay, say he gets say he gets a five hundred million dollar contract. The Nats and the uh, the Nats are just as capable of putting that up as the Yankees are. It's just it comes down to if they decide to actually do it. And what Soto wants.
0: But you know what I'm saying and why I'm withdrawing this is... Okay, yeah, you're going to pony up that money, right? But what are you going to be surrounding him with?
1: That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. By, the, by the time... Like, it's according to what, what the situation around him looks like by
0: that point. And it depends on... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But and who even knows so, what that's going to be. <clears throat> I'm just saying... The likelihood, if he didn't take that four hundred mil, yeah, he's probably looking other other places, and I I got to go with Drew. I probably believe it's a little bit more up north.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I hope it's the Nats because I I don't want uh, any super team to get any more super (laughs) teamish.
0: Yeah, because then it'll be then it'll definitely
2: be a. You guys just won a World Series. I don't think. And when it comes to baseball, the super team thing really means don't mean hold much water. The yeah, Yankees right. have had teams for years, and we've had one championship in the last twenty-two years.
0: Yeah, but it was after
2: y'all ranked, uh, rung off four. Yeah, but that was—I mean—that wasn't really a super team. That was just a team that we had to play. To get. It was just one of those teams, you know. Like, oh yeah, like we, those were the times before we signed Giambi. Before yeah. we shot Sheffield, before we got A Rod, before we had Matt I can go on and on for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like all those teams didn't have those players. We had Scott Broch's manning third base and we got him for four straight years. We had him for four years and every year we went to the World Series Yeah, we you had- just
1: had a you just had a core that worked together well. A chemistry. We had-
2: we had yeah. a chemistry. We, we had to pitch. We we had all three faces. We had starting pitching. We had we had bullpen, and we had the offense. Yeah, yeah. nobody won an MVP on those teams. Nobody won. His, all, the only person I want to sign young in that, in that in those teams was the two thousand one team, um, Roger Clemens. Yep, Clemens, yeah. and, and he had to go twenty and one for that. We didn't yeah. have any MVPs. We didn't have any of these individual award guys. They were the. The epitome of just great baseball team. Yeah. Once we started paying guys is when we start, started to, you know, go off that path of having that core. We still had the oh, core. Yeah. But a lot of the
1: core was homegrown too.
2: Which, which
0: is why I've always said, and this is just me per- personally, right? I'll take a team that kind of came up through the minors together and developed a chemistry over a super team. You know, like – you look at what it took for LeBron to actually get that championship, that fi- finally get that championship, right? Yeah. Whereas you have Jordan, who, yeah, no, he couldn't do it on his own, right? He had that Pip and a couple surrounding other players,
2: right? Right. And He, but, he also needed. He also needed the Pistons and the, and, the, and the Celtics to be to get old too. Yeah, a little bit older. Yeah. But <laughs> had to get.
0: But you 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 get my point though. You could do it with. A team that's not loaded with superstars, you could do it with just a team with chemistry. It yeah, ain't it, it ain't got to be, you know,
2: superstar loaded to win it. Yeah, you needed. You, we had all three phases clicking for a five year stretch. Yeah, you did. That had to win, and that you will just you're not gonna see that again. Most likely, you're just no. Not. You're not. You'll see. You see. You'll see teams like the Astros. You know, three and five years. The Dodgers did the same thing three the five years. Yeah, but they didn't win more than one. Yeah. No,
1: the, they have well, the a, Giants yeah, they, are a good example. The Giants right. are they, a great
2: example. They they went to three and they won three out of five. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. But how, are we gonna see a 3 threepeat again? Are we well, it's been a long time since we no. see a repeat. Well,
1: that's just uh, that's just because it's. It's so much harder to win a
0: World Series than it is to win an yeah, NBA the, or NFL. Or NFL, yeah. It's, it's almost Im- impossible right. to doesn't to matter do it. if you got the exact right. same team that just won the World Series. Like. It's all about the circumstances. I mean, you know, like, you could have the best team in the world, and guess what? Yeah. You might get knocked out in the first round. Too many we had better. many <laughs> times that happened, 16 in a row, as a matter of fact.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, I could I can relate a little bit to that. In the two thousands uh, Yankees did a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. A whole that uh, a rod was a rod and Jeter were in the, went on those teams too.
1: It's because it's all about timing and like getting hot at the right time. Yeah, like, like you can be the Dodgers and get knocked out this coming year in the first round just because a couple you know a lot of several of the main bats are cold and you're going against you know like a like who knows let's pretend it's the cardinals and knowing arenado's going off goldsmith's going off carson's going off and losing a five-game series pretty easily it's not that difficult (laughs) to happen
0: but yeah uh Dude, it's been awesome having you on again, man. You're gonna have to definitely come back with us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's man, just it's been a been blast. Close. I always have always have a good time talking with you. So we got to get it uh, going again soon.
2: Sure.
0: But uh... yeah,
1: we're gonna sign off, uh, Nick. If you're still there, thanks for being with okay.
0: us. Not a problem. <laughs> I right. was here for emotional support. That's what I was here for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good looking out, Nick. Not a problem, man. All right, guys. Well, peace out, and we'll see you next time.